Hey, you guys, and welcome back to Three Things with Greta Lee. Yes, I just said, hey, you guys, my fiance hates when I say it like that. He says, don't say, hey, you guys, but I don't know, it's just been my intro every once in a while when I have some energy. So anyways, um, today, what are we talking about? We're talking about the three things to remember in the start of your career, like post-grad life. Now, obviously, I literally just graduated in May, so I don't have a ton to like talk about, or maybe it's it's like the it's the limiting belief that I shouldn't be allowed to share this because I've only been graduated for less than a year, but it is the calling to share and relate with you all out there who are listening that you don't have to have it all figured out. And there's going to be steps along the way, failures along the way, changing what you want to do and what you thought you want to do. So we're going to get into it today. I'll talk a little bit about how my career path started. I still laugh that I was an accounting major, somehow graduated with a degree. I graduated, passed all my classes, but I am not at all working in that industry I really actually haven't ever worked in, like, that industry. Even my internship, which was, like, the, like, first actual career job I had was not even in, like... I mean, it was a business, but their industry was technically um, technology and construction, kind of, I think it was. I should probably know that, but anyways. So... Yeah, I want to talk a little about my career path thus far and just manifesting your dream career and what you're envisioning, what is meant to be yours by divine right. So let's get into it. Three things with Greta Lee. I am Greta. All right, guys. So I think I mentioned on my first episode, my introduction episode, which didn't even count as an episode. It was just an introduction, but... I think I said that I was an accounting major and was also in this entrepreneur program where I developed a whole business plan for like my design business and I tested my service to clients, um, fake clients, but I tested my service and like, yeah, built this whole kind of platform and idea of what Greta Lee Designs would become. And then I like wrote out there in my business plan the steps I needed to take, what I wanted it to become, and all of the above. So I chose my accounting degree because I wanted a solid foundation. I wanted to learn like the analytical, like hard structured tools and like have this, yeah, this foundation basically to like learn off of and like use tools that I learned but long story short I think like not actually having like worked in accounting and having done it physically everything I probably learned in the classroom is like not like I haven't really applied it so I don't know how much I've really retained it but then again I'm the type of person where if I'm doing something I like have this super weird, like I think I have a super weird memory where like I can close my eyes and if you handed me a piece of paper at 
10 a.m. in the morning and it's then 10 p.m. at night. If I close my eyes like and really try, like I could remember what you wrote to me on that piece of paper. And so in that sense, I think if I got back into accounting ever, like when people mention like debit and credit and amortization and what else is there? Bill of lading, like all of these freaking all the terms that you learned, I would like remember it and be like, oh yeah, click. And then from there, like, then you know what to Google, you know what to possibly ask. So yeah, I chose it for the systems and structures of it, which I don't know, I might have to eventually get back into because sometimes like, as I'm thinking creatively in in my current position, it is more, I'm in the design industry now, so it is more creative, but I'll be like doing something and like, I can think like there needs to be a system and a structure to this like how can it change and I can like think it and see it but I don't know how to put it into words because I've actually I've never actually like worked in the kind of system before so it's kind of like computer science I kind of loved computer science but I think I only loved it because we had some really like bomb TAs that were very helpful in the sense where they could be like, yeah, this is what you need to do. And then it would be like, oh, duh, it makes sense. But I loved computer science because like you inputted the action and then it gave you a result that like if it didn't work, you had to go back and fix it. And it was it was something that was kind of always right. And that's what I thought accounting was going to be when I majored in it. I thought accounting was going to be like straightforward, like one plus one equals two. But that's not the case. It's definitely like, no, why does one plus one equal two? You need to interpret this and figure out why, find your variance, find what is off. And I think that part of accounting drove me nuts. And if I would have take, taken computer science freshman year, if I would have taken the class I took junior year and taken it freshman year, I probably would have minored in it or changed my whole major. Who even knows? It was very interesting. So... Anyways, that's kind of my background and what I'm getting into this then as a career path and career wise is you have, there's like all these steps you're going to take and like through all of those steps, you're going to like change and learn so much through all of them. It's kind of like, like your personality. You don't wake up 18 year old, 18 years old and know who you are, what you want to do your favorite color, your style, like what your favorite foods are, things you like to make, like it's not just all there. Like you go three down, three years down the line, you're 21, right? I did the math right. You're 21 and now your favorite foods are not chicken nuggets anymore. It's like a blue cheese salad. I don't know. I'm making things up, but you know what I mean? You're always evolving. You're always changing. And I think that's super important to remember in your career path. I mean, even with my degree, I evolved and changed through that degree by like my fourth year of college. I was a little bit more hesitant than my freshman year of college because you like just have all of this growth and insight to learn from and you've seen more where you can kind of decide, okay, this is where I'm going. So Basically, 
with my entrepreneur program that I was in, I was able to like hone in on that and that skill and that passion. And then I had this underlying accounting degree that was super interesting, made no sense with entrepreneurship and interior design, but it worked to like boost me being able to talk about this entrepreneur program. So in this entrepreneur program, I talked a lot, talked to a lot of different, um, not only entrepreneurs, but people focused in business and focused in interior design as well. And so from all of them, I could learn what steps they took, which is like probably point number one in establish establishing and making your way in your career is point number one, you need to network. And I wish that there was like, at least when I took college, there was never like a college course or seminar on networking. But and I know they stress it, they stress it so much in my entrepreneur program. But I think like it's I think it takes a lot of hard work and determination and you need to know who you want to reach out to. But network networking is the biggest thing in helping you get to your career path because you can learn from so many other career paths and there's probably stories out online and YouTube videos that you can watch. But I think building your network and hearing from those career path stories can help you in developing yours. So that's kind of how I developed my career path was trying to get into this design industry, be entrepreneurial. So the first job that I say I had in getting me in that direction was working at the Home Depot. The Homey Depot. If anyone has seen that vine, is it a vine or a video of the little girl putting lipstick all over her face and her dad asking where she got it and she says, my lipstick, my lipstick, the Homey Depot. Oh my God, it's so funny. Go look it up. I'm going to go watch it after this. So anyways, yes, I worked at the Home Depot. I rolled up in the Home Depot dressed to the nines. I had my dress pants on, my like, I think at the time this tank top still fit me, this um cute tank top on with my professional sweater cardigan, rolled up in there and everyone's wearing their orange aprons and jeans. And I was like nervous. I don't know why I was nervous, probably because I thought I was like underqualified for this position. And Yeah, I was just dressed like looking great. I also had like no backup plan. If I didn't get this job, I didn't know where I was going to work that summer. I don't even, this was the summer before my junior year of college. So yeah, I rolled up and I meet with whatever manager and he like asked me a few questions and why I wanted this job. And I was like, oh, I want to be a designer someday, blah, blah, blah. He offered me the job right then and there and I was Obviously, I was like my professional ass self. And I said, yeah, well, like, why don't I like, I'm going to think about it. Like, Take a day to think about it. And I'll let you know, like tomorrow. And I walked out of there and I was like, holy crap. I was like, what the heck? Here I was like, it's the Home Depot looking back at it. But I was like, oh, my God. I got home and I was like, oh, my God, I just got the offer. And then I like called him back an hour later. And I was like, I totally will take it. And I think I went in like 
that weekend after, filled out all the paperwork. And so here I was setting in the direction of going towards the design industry with an accounting degree about to be made or whatever. So I worked that summer at the Home Depot and it was very interesting to say the least. It was like the first job I had where there was so many different um, work personalities and like work ethics because I mean not to shame anyone but there was like people there that were they call them like Home Depot lifers I think they were called like and the Home Depot was a fabulous company like the bones of the company um they're like high up probably like the CEO CFO whatever they set up amazing programs like you could get your college paid for um a car paid for like they had all these really awesome benefits and incentives and rewards and they were really there to like help their employees so I really did admire that about the company when I was in training I always I kind of thought like wow that is really cool for a company that is you know construction retail um home improvement that they really are valuing these people and it's not just like people that are just working there to like get by for a summer which was like happened to end up being my case so there was people there like for life and then there's people there like yeah cashiers who are in like high school but most of the people in my department like that was their job and like their career and for me it was like a stepping stone so the work ethics were very different but I got to learn a lot about countertops cabinet construction um, I did a little bit in, like, SketchUp, a software program. And then I took all these classes. They did this, like, it was supposed to be six months long. It was going to be, like, this long class period. And, like, I I watched some of the videos, and it was a very, like, the learning curve on it was very low. Like, for me, who had, like, read all this stuff on Pinterest before, done my own Googling, it was kind of... You know, I wanted to, like, make it go faster. So, overall, though, it was a great experience, and I was able to learn from it and grow from it and realize what direction that I needed to go next. So, I worked there for a summer, and then the summer after was before my senior year, and I was deciding to either find some sort of accounting internship if I'm going in that direction um, cause in my area, there wasn't really a whole lot of like design internship opportunities. I come from like a small town where like the Minneapolis city is, that's where you really want to be for design. And so I, in my town, I tried looking for internships and it just, nothing like came to me. So I ended up working at my college again for the summer, which was probably the best decision ever. Um, And because of it, if I wouldn't have worked there, I don't know if I would have met my now future husband. So looking back, you have to take what comes to you as well as your career moves along and as you're building this path. So take what comes to you, you know, be putting in the action, be thinking if you wish, but at the end of it, you're going to be where you want to be. So yeah, my first tip was like networking, build your network 
and just learn from career paths. And that second tip would be like take what comes to you and what jumps from you. Um, That job at the Home Depot came from a networking session of chatting with someone. So honestly, but it was like a leap of faith in taking what came to me. And that second point was just going and working at the Home Depot. And also in that second point, taking what comes to you and what like feels right to come to you is also super important because it did happen to me in the summer after working at Home Depot. I was presented with a job offer in it was like 45 minutes away and I got the same kind of like Home Depot vibes from the position and then I had the option of just working at my college again and I actually accepted this other like managing program position but it didn't feel right to me and I ended up like letting them know this wasn't going to work for me because it was 45 minutes from my hometown which they knew that and so that's another like super weird situation where I did what I felt was right and I didn't take that position And because I worked at my college, I think it gave me the opportunity. I was, like, less stressed, enjoyed what I was doing. Like, I had such a fun summer before my senior year. I met my now fiancé. So, like, things like that also end up working out in, like, the grand scheme of life, which goes into attracting and manifestation. So, yeah, that's my second point and a little tidbit. And, again, that happened... To my third point is in your career path, just to remember that I listened to this in a podcast today and it made total sense to me, but remember in the beginning of your career path that you have so much that you are working on when you're straight out of college. We're always told like, oh, you're not going to be in your dream job right away. Like it's going to take years for you to like get to where you want to be, but no one tells us why. No one tells us don't worry about your first job, don't worry if it's hard, if you're frustrated. And they say that because they're trying to tell you and remind you like you're just finishing college, you are adapting to a whole new lifestyle. You have a whole new budget in front of you if you have student loans, you're having to work to figure out how to pay those off and pay them off on time. If you don't have student loans, you need to thank your lucky stars, appreciate however you got to that point because there's a lot of people out there that are barely making it and even in their 40s and 50s, they're still struggling from those student loans. So yeah, if you're a new college grad, you are working off a new budget, if you just moved into an apartment or a home, you're renting, you have a rent to pay for, whereas before your college dorm was usually paid by maybe a student loan or your tuition, so it's a little different. Um, You're driving a lot more. I mean, there's another expense. I don't know about you, but I wasn't driving a ton when I was in college, maybe to the grocery store once every few weeks, couple weeks. So there's all these expenses that are lined up that you're having to adapt to. And then, like I said, if you moved into a new apartment, 
you're like trying to build or even if you're renting a place like you're trying to build like this home like this space it's not just like a temporary dorm room or college house you're like trying to be an adult and try and keep things organized and functional and just feel like your space so you're adapting to that um I think just new like eating habits and life habits you may like in social habits you're not seeing friends all the time you're not drinking every weekend you're not having to like live off of only quesadillas um like maybe I did in college so there's like this whole new routine you're also working then 40 hours a week instead of going to class like two maybe three times a day for a couple hours each um so you're balancing all of these things and I think that's what people forget when they're starting out their career path is remembering all these changes that have gone on and focusing on managing those changes while trying to develop this like passion and excitement and thought to like where your career is going and how you're building this path at a start of like a brand new job um I think for me my so I graduated in May and in March was when I landed my internship for the summer but when I was presented with that internship I had Another offer as well that was going to be sales focused and the part about this position was I would be like driving around a lot and that wasn't something that like I pictured in my lifestyle I guess. And so again I did what came to me and I knew this internship position was I mean it was a risk because I mean it is true there was an end to it and yes I could have been hired full-time but that wasn't the case especially due to COVID and where I saw myself going but I did what came to me and because of doing what came to me I'm now working in this building that I like walked around and thought like holy cow this would be so cool to work in this building like the showrooms that are here the people that are here like this feels like my sort of element and so again it's just point number two doing what comes to you and doing what feels right and to point number one it can come from your network and from the people you meet not even through just like meeting on business to business but from maybe your previous employer even and so in that third point is just remembering to go into your path of wherever you're heading in your career with grace. I think they say it. Go into it with grace and just be forgiving of like all the life's changes around you at the time because it's going to be a little crazy and you're not going to have it all figured out right away because it all takes time and it's not like you're just figuring out one thing. Like I said, there's like five different things on your plate that you're trying to figure out and I wish that was something that was talked more about than just being like, don't worry, it'll be fine. You're not going to be in your dream job right away. It'll all work out. Well, tell me that, yes, it's hard to figure out a new budget. It's hard to figure out a new lifestyle and manage now like your own home and your own space. So 
which all of that we learn in college, yes, of course, but I think in college we have a little bit more, not slack, maybe a little bit more give and take because we are working so hard to get to where we want to be. And I think we need to remember that in the real life too, that there's going to be some slack. I mean, yeah, me and my fiance for sure don't vacuum the kitchen every day. Like it's a Saturday thing and we're not picking up, at least me, I'm super bad at picking up my clothes in the closet, which I'm trying to get better at. I said to myself the other day, I need a new habit of what what was it? Shit, I forgot. It was like when I take something out or like when I like, yeah, if I take something out, like put it away or like if I take my clothes off, my work clothes off for the day, like hang them up right away. Don't put them on a pile. But again, it's just all these new life adjustments and remembering that there's three things to your career and where your path is taking you is to just keep your network and your people open and communicate, learn from them to number two, set what gives and takes from you and what you feel is right to number three, remembering that you need to have grace, you need to just be there in the moment and remember that there's a lot to juggle. So, I didn't even manif- I didn't even talk about like manifesting the right career or the right thing you want in your job life, but I think it's just remembering that you have the intuition and choice and power of knowing what can come to you and what you should take and give. And to keep your eye, your eyes and options open and picture yourself where you want to be. I pictured myself in the building I'm working in and that is where I'm working in, which is kind of weird at times. And everything is in divine timing. If you are meant to be at one place, you will be there. If you are not, you will not. And it'll all work out as it should. So I hope this conversation was a little helpful a little opening. I just filmed a really good podcast. I'm going to have to record it all over again because of the echo in this apartment. But yes, just wanted to say hello again and happy Sunday. And we will see you all, hear you all back for the next episode. Bye everyone.